human. Where did you get those inbred lambs? Inbred in, lambs. Inbred lambs. Inbred lambs. Were, were the ones were, that scream? <laughs> since we, I know. <laughs> the, we, <laughs> the inbred lambs. Well, Wait a minute. You already know. You know about the inbred lambs. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait a minute. Is our it, our family. I love you, mom. Oh, you. those lambs. Oh, no. I think it was an gotcha. accident, from what I understand. Okay. But I don't know much about it. I just know that there's some inbreds that. <laughs> There is. There's I mean, some and so on with land right with now. that, I'm gonna you know make sure I. What we're gonna do is we're gonna make sure we get like keep like the same you, but right. get a couple. What are they called? Billies, I guess. Rams. For, no. We call them Rams. Though. Ram. I guess goats are called Billies. Bills, go, okay. Goats are called Billies. Yes. Um. But yeah, we'll get some Rams. We'll keep the same you. But um, I'll keep the, you too. So you, every year we're gonna slaughter one. Exactly. At the, least one, maybe two. The what you want to do though, really and truly, is is get like a couple use. Get a get a couple. I got a couple use. Oh my gosh! We talked about cloning last. Yeah. Last week we talked about cloning. Get a ram. Get one ram and a couple use, and then when that generation, like, then whenever that uh breed that generation breeds okay get rid of that first generation you slaughter the both or yeah because then that way a son's oh. not mating with a mother yeah and then you get rid of uh then you kind of select out of that what you want to keep and then bring are in we, a new ram get are we rid a of farming them. show now no yeah. i'm just explaining to him the best way to do this because that how many generation. generations of inbreeding is allowed because i want to make sure i know i don't know two, two i'm three. joking i'm joking we used to, we used to raise champion racehorses yeah, it's really difficult not to inbreed any like it's really yeah, difficult yeah. but there's a way you can do it the best way is get them get a Just multiple get them use that way you have a good uh population and then yeah kill off a generation yeah keep a generation well and i ram. thought too if we do that i mean we can sell the, the that's what one, i would do one ram and then just get another one. you can sell the ram you can <laughs> whatever you want to do okay hey guys how's it going we're here now <laughs> sorry all right so <laughs> you guys are talking about all this farmland and stuff like that we were um uh between episodes we were talking a lot about developing land out in uh out in the eastern part of our state trying to move out there doing a couple things like uh, uh maybe setting up a studio or something like that but that can only yeah. be done with your generous support to our paypal or patreon below i don't know what we all have yeah we have a cash app just send money there <clears throat> Yeah, cool. that'll work. RB Pod. Will, will merchandise be up by this episode? Uh, merchandise. Hopefully, hopefully by this episode. So if the merch is not, look if the forward. merch is not, yeah, look forward. But if it is, buy our merch. Yeah, we absolutely. got merch now. Ho hopefully, you'll see it underneath this video, right, right in this area, right, right there, right there. Right there. It'll be something. down there. Just <laughs> hopefully, look you'll at see it. our It'll Teespring store. You guys will love it. Yeah. Buy it up. Wear it all the time. Wear it to get that hoodie days. for Sakote or Dude, your these fall, days, all your of fall harvest festival. I don't. All right, quit selling yourselves Ooh, to the people. Yeah, <laughs> no, we you're can not. do this. We could do this. You mean you are whoring? You mean we're creating out. propaganda? Is <laughs> that what you're saying? <laughs> no uh, merchandise. We call no. it merchandise. Guys, look at oh, us. Oh, merchandise. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> Did you ever think we'd be here? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But look at us. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, not me. You ever, you ever try to look at yourself? <laughs> <laughs> if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> <laughs> All beef, of course. What's up? <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to Recovering Babylonians. Hey, how's it going? Uh, promise that we did not sample any of what today's subject is about. <laughs> but uh, we, did it. we wanted did. to jump into uh, alcohol since now our mean? episode numbers are yeah. old enough to drink. <laughs> Old enough to dream. The podcast Except not, is old enough not to all the members of the podcast are Shut old up. enough to dream. Shut that up. is true. But uh, can, I'll let you guess who. <laughs> anybody, probably the youngest face in here. <laughs> anyway, 
no, we wanted to go ahead and like uh, we want to talk the uh, the idea of alcohol, the big demon that it is, and how it's been demonized. Um, and you know, set a couple of things straight, maybe from our biased beliefs, but the truth is, is we we approve of alcohol. We we don't have a problem with alcohol. Um, but there's been a lot of misuses and excess of it, of course, and and, and then like yeah. with anything, I mean, I believe uh, it was even like a Native American proverb that says anything in excess is a sin. You know, only take mm-hmm. what you need, only take what you're going to use, and, and then only they slaughtered t- buffalo and used oh, every yes. bit of it. Well, every bit of it, but they used so, it. No, it. they didn't only do that. Let's be let's be honest. What else did they? They do? ran them off cliffs as well. They did. Oh, that's they true. Were, they yeah. did. They ran them off cliffs as a strategy. It's not a bad strategy for it's buffalo. Not, not bad. I mean, unless you're going to kill them all off. Unless you cast a demon into them or something. I don't know. <laughs> if they would have done that, we would have never known what a beefalo was. That's true. <laughs> beefalo. beefalo. The white man saved beefaloes. The white man. <laughs> says the one brown I mean, guy in here. Says <laughs> the white, the, the white, the half white, half brown person. <laughs> it says the half white, half Indian. Yeah. Never thought like I'd hear a Spanish person. Never thought like, I'd hear I hate myself today. so much. <laughs> I'm so confused. You actually have a reason to hate yourself. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, gosh. Okay. Promise. We're not drunk. We're not drunk. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. So we wanted to go ahead and give you our biased biblical stance on. on Shut up. <laughs> on what we believe uh, alcohol and its outlined usage may be in the Bible. Yeah. Um, there are multiple things, and we're, we're read from scripture, but um, talking about you you can buy strong drink for the feast. You can buy what your heart desires. Hmm. And so there's not there's not something. Can you, it, for our audience that doesn't, may not know the feast, there are going to be some. But do you mind explaining like not. kind of what we're talking about with the feasts and well right i mean well, it's just no it's bit. no like a secret we're we're Torahs well yeah but i yes, mean some people may not know like what do we oh. mean by the feasts like so like the feasts the biblical holidays the yeah. appointed days that god told the people his people the people of israel uh to celebrate in memorial as an appointment between yeah. god and his people Times and so they meet with him, multiple yeah. holidays. Like we got, we've got Passover, the Feast of First Fruits. We've got the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Yeah. Um, Pentecost, Pentecost or, yeah. or Shavuot, uh, Shavuot, which is Pentecost. Pentecost. What people, yeah. you know, fiery tongues. Pentecost remember? is what it's called yeah. modernly. Right. And then Hebrew. the Fall Feast, which is Trumpets, Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles yes. or Sukkot. 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 And that's the main up. one we're talking about is Sukkot. Yes. Because right. that's That'll the be one a big, specifically the commandment that talks about. You know, strong drink and wine and all that kind of stuff. It's a pilgrimage feast, and so like if you can't really carry everything you have, sell what you have, buy what you want, and enjoy the feast. And right, I mean that's essentially what the commandment burns down to. Yeah, it's it, it seems it to be saying that the tithe that you are going to bring can be used for yourself to enjoy. That's the feast you cool. get to it's about and enjoy. share with your and be be be. What's the word? Um, uh, help your Levites, you know, help your priests, oh, yeah, help yeah, those yeah. who are less needy to yeah. less fortunate the to don't, have. The Levites that don't have, they don't have an inheritance. They don't right, have yeah. And yeah, exactly. Buy them a bottle. bottle of wine and you can you share it with them. Share it with them. <laughs> I mean, go ahead and use your eyes and find the book of Deuteronomy. And Open your Bibles. As if it. it applies to you. Yes. Uh, Please do. It's, it's a great read. We know the evils of alcohol as well, so we, I mean, we we can talk to those, and yeah. um, many of us have, well, most of us have experienced very bad situations <laughs> with alcohol. Some oh, of yeah. us have experienced okay situations with alcohol. Oh man, I just realized I'm going to reveal myself. Oh no, jeez, I love you, mom. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
Love you, mom. <laughs> what? My parents don't watch this crap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hey, you're eating them all. Jeez. I know, and I'm really like kind of doing it in a nervous fashion. Don't be nervous. <laughs> Are I you know. nervous about not talking nervous. about alcohol? Deep I'm breath. Not. I'm Deep not. breath. <sighs> oh, that was nice. Do we need a? Did move? you just fart? <laughs> no. <laughs> Talk about your breath. This episode is going off the rails, and I love it <laughs> already. I know, and we're not drunk. We're There's happy not drunk. been alcohol at all. We're not, we have had nothing to drink tonight. We're happy drunk right now. So let me go ahead and just start throwing out a couple of questions here. So you obviously, do you guys agree that alcohol is not bad? There's not a biblical outline that says that alcohol is bad to consume. Absolutely. In and of itself, no. Okay. Yes. Right. Agreed. Now, now there's the next question. Done. Being a drunker. Yeah, done. <laughs> Episode over. Um, <laughs> the other question of being a drunk, right? We say, you know, obviously you're commanded that you can have strong drink. Jesus turned water into wine. I know that's everybody's that's everybody's argument that allows him. He didn't turn into sweet tea? He didn't turn what? into no. sweet tea? I didn't know this. It wasn't grape juice? Well, Southern Baptists have you thinking <laughs> sweet tea. Yeah. But the um, alcohol wasn't forbidden. It wasn't wrong. It wasn't wrong to consume. Yep. Um, right. It was wrong to stay in a perpetual state of drunkenness in, 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 in a level of sobriety that would you know, detach you from not only your daily things, but even detach you from God. And that's probably where the stigma really needs to come from. Having an idea of conviction against your own sobriety where, you know, am I in the right mind to yeah. do this? Am I in the right mind to come and pray and all that kind of stuff? Sorry, technical difficulties off scene with the <laughs> swashing. But so there's a good question. Let me go ahead and go to you, yes, youngin, youngin. That um, why are you calling me out like that? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, from your from your particular standpoint, from your particular view, can you see evils of alcohol, or have you experienced particular evils of alcohol? I want to hear a story here. Go ahead and give I me something. I personally have not experienced the evils of alcohol. I mean, I've seen, I've heard stories because we have awesome parents. Yes, <laughs> love you. You're trying to kiss love your butt you. now. A little bit. All right. No, yeah. my mom knows I love her. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I personally have not experienced firsthand any bad experience with alcohol. Okay. I'm like dying right now. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Right. So I, I I cannot say from my my experience with alcohol that I've seen uh anything bad. Like the personal bad story. Personal bad story. I, I have like other experiences where I've heard of things going wrong with people drinking and things like that. I mean, everybody has. Right. You know, you you know the stories of like the dads who go out and get drunk and then come home and, you know, hit on their wives and their kids and oh, stuff yeah, like that yeah, and, belligerent and stuff like that. You've got those people. And I mean, I, I know of other people who are like, uh, what is it called? Functioning alcoholics, alcoholics yeah. who, who just drink all the time and you don't know it because they just, they're not, they, they just drink all the yeah. time. Uh, I mean, Glenn Beck's used to be one of those. He's completely out of it now but yeah when yeah. he was on fox news he was, he was always drunk be, i mean yeah, yeah he was always drunk always drinking everything and nobody knew because he just worked in a state of drunkenness call, i think dick cheney was too. around him oh i mean no i think dick cheney was dick cheney yeah. he was either drunk or a robot I mean, and they used both. the same model Whatever. and they put joe biden's he, skin he on it he may have been sorry, bender <laughs> and we don't even know it oh, bender no mm. he may have been bender bender yeah. What's this? You yeah, ever you watch know, Futurama? Over Futurama is way over your head. Yes, Dude, I didn't on, watch man. Futurama. Shut Futurama up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. That's like the most oh. popular one. Anyways, continue. Okay. But okay. But, so, yeah. but you know the stories. I mean, drunk driving, impaired judgment, yes, things like that. that. Kind of I mean, stuff. there's a I lot of those devastation. stories. 
a lot of devastation. I mean, like we, we AJ and I, we're a little bit older. We can actually yeah. speak to the, the, you know, things in our own lives that alcohol was a big part of that were bad situations or something that was just not really comfortable to be in. Yeah. Shouldn't yeah. have been in. I mean, there's a lot of those kinds of stories. I can tell you stories of uh, being left in the ghetto on my front porch <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning because my wife just didn't want to deal with me. Dang. Yeah. It was, she, she's almost like, got shot. Yeah. You won't. Yeah. <laughs> almost got shot once. Yeah. <laughs> dealing, dealing with the meth. Uh, wrong See, place, wrong time. Dealing with the meth head. I didn't have, I don't while I drinking. not have any of these experiences. Yeah. So, well, you, you haven't know. lived life. Oh, in a good way. In a yeah, good way. In a good way. Yeah, we lived the Babylonian life. Yeah, you guys live slightly the more. least Babylonian in this group. That's we, true. We That's drank true. the okay king's wine and we were bad at <laughs> the king's wine. <laughs> That's true. Oh. So, no, I mean, I've had better experiences, you know, sitting around Passover drinking wine. I mean, out at Sukkot, having having a little bit of drink here and there. Those those kinds champagne, of experiences. A little bit of champagne, a little bit of a couple screwdrivers here and there, you know, whatever. But mead. Need to get no, back on the mead train. Mead was good, mead, mead. but that kind of stuff. Like I've, I've had that experience where you know you're if, sitting around having a good conversation, drinking a little bit. Those if, are great. If I can't say one thing. If you've never had mead before, I make mead uh, for fun. I haven't done it in a while, but honey wine. Um, if yeah, it's honey wine. Honey wine. It's and if you easiest. have never tried it, it's super easy. And if you are not convicted about drinking and you're interested in drinking a little bit, I would recommend even a bottle off of a store shelf if you yeah. can find it. If you can, yeah. It's not the best stuff, but it still is pretty, go- pretty good. Yeah, but th- wasn't it like the first <laughs> form of alcohol? It's pretty darn close. No, actually, mead was really tough. I, I, I did, so I started brewing my own beer and, and wine and mead and stuff, and I did a lot of history around it, and it was the... Uh, what, what's going on over there? No, I'm telling the turn oh, to sorry, technical difficulties. The, uh, give me a second. <laughs> You're yeah, wine ahead. was... Uh, or uh, sorry, mead was um, it was really invented more around when the Vikings were around. Mm-hmm. Vikings. Vikings, like yeah, like Good when you Vikings. think of Beowulf, they oh, were right. drinking mead and they were drinking uh, what is that? It was mostly mead. That yeah, they mead grogged out. Yeah, mead. so that was all like mead and mead derivatives. But yeah, so mead mead is actually a kind of tough thing, and you they probably wouldn't have never thought. So what oh, was like mixing. the f- first real alcohol out there? I mean, wine probably. Wine, wine or beer, a fruit, a fruit some wine. Sw- some sort of beer. So like the naturally occurring ones are like wine and beer because barley mixed with water, like when it rains in a barley field, you get some on the ground and it sits there long enough in the water, it'll ferment. Yeah. Same with wine. That's how like basically how it was discovered when you get drunken baboons, you know, drunken. That, that, that was, that was one way. observed monkeys being drunk. That's a history of it. That's a history of it. Yeah. And specific areas, they didn't know what alcohol was until they saw these drunk monkeys and they were like, what did they, what were they eating or drinking? And. It was, it was fermented fruits and fermented wines and stuff. Dude, so, all of the gummies are gone. Can I just came, comment on that? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just hoovering them. But for our co- for our biblical clean eating people, beef gelatin. Beef gelatin. I had phenomenal. missed. I missed gummies for a long time because I did not eat them. Anyways, anyway. So no, what I was getting at was alcohol in general. There's this idea that beer in general, or having to grow barley and having to actually sustain and build an alcoholic drink is what kind of civilized us from a nomadic life. Yeah. Like as, as far as people were considered, like from an old, old age that once we started to be able to make, well, once we started making grain alcohol or, um, beer, barley, whatever, that we had to settle down and start building a place around this. I mean, there was, there's several other things that actually yeah, propelled yeah, us into civilization. It's like, was, but, was it the alcohol that 
that subdued us to start planting roots. Yeah, right. You know, no pun intended. Or was it the planting roots that allowed us to find this invention? I mean, see, we would have understood it if we if we look at ourselves now as the dysphoria of the church. Yeah. Like, we're the dispersed Israelites who have gone out into the nations and all that kind of stuff. We're the yeah. scattered sheep. Um, <clears throat> we've stopped in so many places, and alcohol has always been something that's ran through civilization. Yeah. I think every single civilization has... I promise I'm not drunk. <laughs> You're just nervous. Get, no, the, get no. the jitters out, man. Shake. Why am I nervous? This is the 21st episode. I don't know, man. have been doing this for a while. We're in our 20s, okay? Can't this is when 20s. people start hitting issues. Okay? I know, right. All the mental issues, mommy issues, daddy issues. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <coughs> but getting down to a point... I'm struggling too, man. Getting down to a point... You're good. It's not bad. It's civilized. It's, it helped civilize society. It did slow us down, but there is the inebriation factor. Now, yep. during the feasts and the offerings that we're allowed to bring or do something there with mm. strong drink, it's it's we just read it, right? Yeah. yeah did yeah. we read it? We read it. Take Deuteronomy. I can read it out. Yeah, go ahead read and pull that up while you're doing while we're talking. Uh, the section says, let me see. Uh, and if the way is this is uh, Deuteronomy 14 verse 24, and if the way is too long for you. So that you are not able to carry the tithe when Yahweh, your God, blesses you because the place is too far from you, which Yahweh, your God, chooses to set his name there. Then you shall turn it into money, bind up the money in your hand and go to the place that Yahweh, your God, chooses and spend the money for whatever you desire, oxen or sheep or wine or strong drink, whatever your appetite craves. And you shall eat there before Yahweh your God and rejoice, and you you and your household. And you shall not, and this is important, you shall not neglect the Levite who is within your towns, for he has no portion or inheritance with you. Yep. Cool. <clears throat> I mean, so yep. what do you think? I mean, like, like seriously, if you it's too long for you to, it's too long for you to go to, to Jerusalem right now. That's where yep. God chooses. Yeah. So we can't go to Jerusalem can't go to the temple there's no temple except for the one that's in yeah. the heavens yep and so that's our temple yeah so when yeah. we go to these Sukkot feasts we bring offerings we bring drinks. well and yeah and i think a big part of it too is in that time what was your tithe it was okay. food and drink food and drink <clears throat> so that exactly. the levites can be provided for yeah i mean that's really what it was i mean so they it, could if be it was money for. You wouldn't have to trade money for money. Right, you would, right, right. It was food and drink because that's what you prepared. That's that's what you grew. That's what you had. That's what, that was your first fruits. That's that yep. was your money in that time period. I mean, that was yep. more important than your day's wage. Like, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because you worked for yourself. You didn't work for somebody else most of the time, anyways. Right. Unless you needed it. Yeah, so you yeah. were in the family business. But let's let's go ahead and fast forward, and let's go to the wedding at Cana. Right. That's a good one. So Jesus is here turning the water into the wine. One of his first miracles. This is where he's breaking out into the scene, right? Yeah, this is. He's like, what do you mean, woman? It's not my time yet. Telling, yeah, yep. saying that to his mother, yep. the mother Mary. <laughs> that, that mother, that the mother. holy mother, the holy mother Mary. Um, Don't pray. To but her. he's taking, a, he's turning water into wine, and then you guys read the story, and you guys know it. Most of the people who are our current audience, they know this story. They bring out. Um, they, they make a point to say that usually they bring out the cheap or they bring out the good wine. And then when everyone is drunk and they are drunk, their, little, their senses are dulled. Their senses are dulled down. Used, then you bring out the cheap wine and just keep the party going. Whereas when they said they ran out of wine, 
and Christ made the wine or turned the water into wine that they brought out the better wine the second time. Yeah. So the stuff that made them even more drunk. Yeah. Or made them even more merry. Yeah. Or whatever. Well, not merry. Taste, not so, <clears throat> taste it better. The, the better. It was the, the it just wine. That, that story reminds me so much of like high school and college days where really? it was like, oh, we're going to start out with the Bud Light because that's the better beer. And even though it's still crap, you know, but yeah, domestic. And you drink that, and it's it's okay, it's good, whatever. And then when everyone is drank, that's when you bring out the Keystone. It's super cheap. It's cheaper than Bud Light. You get a lot yep. more of it for cheap. Yep. You know, you, someone goes on a beer run, that kind of thing, mm. and you get the cheap stuff, so you guys can keep drinking. Uh, yep. That's literally what it reminds me of. That is, it's like and, a party. But it's obviously a debauched version yeah. of, yeah, like a holy convocation like a wedding it's a it's right. a great okay. modern point, version and way of explaining that is is that's how they would have done it is they would have <laughs> that's how that's how the tradition was yeah. of like putting a wedding together or like if anybody out there has ever done a wedding or been through a wedding and wedding planning i mean uh-huh. to get that much to drink for those many people yeah we did that it was <laughs> yeah not not cheap no it's not no. cheap especially when you do it for free like if you try to I make, with that's a, what i think is the best my wedding was a crappy white Zinfandel that we don't even drink anymore. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was like, it's like our wine, you know, it yeah. was our wine. If we ever find it on the shelves, I got it. Oh, I know I, my wife's probably not going to watch this, but I have one <laughs> bottle left of our, of our wedding champagne. Oh, I'm going to save it till like our fifth. Yeah, exactly. She's probably not going to see this. She knows what I talk about. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if she does, I love you and you'll forget about it in three years. So it's okay. <laughs> there, you there, you yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, see, I didn't do that. Our, our wedding was, I, I ran our wedding. Yeah. And my li- my wife loved it. It was amazing. She still is shocked that I put it all together, but we were, under, wow. we were both underage. She was uh, 19, I was 18. You know, we, we were both underage, so that wasn't a big deal. I wasn't a part of it. Yeah. And we did it at Sukkot. So yeah. everybody brought what they wanted and what they had. Yep. It, it was a good time. That was it. Didn't even have to send out invites. It was, you know, Dude, God sent out the appointed time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, we wanted to do that solely because the invites were was giving us the most issues. We were just like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like, well, everybody's going to be Not right here. Not because you wanted here. the imagery of like, you know, the fe- the well, wedding that, feast the wedding of the Lord. That was the biggest thing that like solidified. This is what we want because it's great imagery to just have. But the thing that started the idea was was uh, do the Sours watch the show? I believe they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. So shout outs to Josie. <laughs> she was the one who just said, "What if you guys get married? It's a coat." And we were like, "We we were <laughs> why not? We were at at the church. It was whenever we were still doing meals." Yeah, and we we looked at each other when she walked away. We we looked at each other and we were like, "What if we do this?" <laughs> and just ran with it. That's awesome. It was amazing. Awesome. It was the it, best it, wedding I ever been a part of. Yeah, it was a <clears throat> great great time. But, but yeah. the, there was no booze. So no booze. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just that. So here's the deal: you've got your Messiah turning water into wine. Yeah. Okay, and you've done the research on this. That was obviously wine that was alcoholic. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Well, so, it's just and like I said, just kind of my little story is just based on the, uh, based on what was said by the the guy running the wedding. Like yeah. based on what he said, it's just like, of course, this is actual wine. Yeah. There's arguments about it being just juice, but it's like it wouldn't that wouldn't that. make any sense. It wouldn't make any sense for him to stand up and say, "Oh, you brought the better juice." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And back in that time, there's only two ways to preserve. Um, preserve things like things. grapes. You dried them out, made them into raisins, raisins, yeah. or you turned it into you ferment it and you turn it into wine. It? And it stayed. 
<clears throat> so we didn't just pump a, preservatives into our foods like we do nowadays. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. what's really going to kill you. It's all the preservatives in their beer. Yeah. yeah. You're smoking and you're drinking. It's not going to do that. I mean, <laughs> liver well, damage, with, but you know, <laughs> liver, liver damage. But that <laughs> takes a while. That takes a while. About seventy years. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. Unless, you can kidding. Unless you're an alcoholic, and then maybe it might yeah. kill you faster. Then maybe it'll hit you in your 40s. I uh, get people in my family in the past, and um, I watched one of them die from uh, cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah. He, he drank himself to death uh, until he was about 56 years old, and yeah. then he passed out and died. Um, well, he was put on a ventilator. He like couldn't sustain his stuff anymore, and, yeah. and that was a big wake-up call to actually see. And it was my first experience with death. Oh, that's Honestly, a big wake-up call. I was about 18 years old, and I stood <laughs> at the foot of his bed while you know the doctor prepared and pulled the plug. Mm-hmm. And um, man, it was rough. And but I knew the guy. He he had a troubled life. He was a Vietnam veteran. Yeah, old, uh, messed up. Like I even had, we even after he passed away, we had letters that he sent from when he left for Vietnam and while he was in Vietnam. And they're two different human beings. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like yeah. what can drive a person to drink? What evils in your life that you want to numb yourself out and pull? the sobriety off of you so that you can just not feel the pain. You know, so you like, can make it through a day. Right. So you can make it through the day or the hour or the week, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, That's, I get it. I don't, I'm not saying that it's wrong to have, you know, a couple of fingers of bourbon when you get home from work. Yeah. But I'm saying to stay in that state all the time. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that that is what it means to be drunk, to be a drunkard. That's what that's the verse, or that's what the the word is in the verse is don't be a drunkard. Yeah, don't be a drunkard. Yeah, and that would be that kind of thing. And so there's and I plenty think of being sober minded as well. Like a lot of times, that's that's what's brought up as well as like be of sober mind. Mm-hmm. I it I it, I think it does specifically talk about like meaning alcohol, but I think that's because and I I say I think, but I'm you just based on scripture. Scripture doesn't contradict itself. No. Based on scripture, it's yeah. meaning like in your regular everyday life, like you're supposed to work six days and rest on the seventh. So I right. think it, saying that, hey, you you have to provide for your family doesn't mean like, okay, but that means you should break Shabbat. Yeah. Because you need to provide for your family. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not condemning anyone that works on Shabbat. Or that, that has to. That feels like, like they that. have to with their job and like they don't have the ability to, you know, they're too far into their whatever yeah to to quit or whatever but um all that to say like just because scripture says you have to work doesn't mean that you're supposed to be working on the on the, the there was a the set Sabbath. apart day that and said, i think the same thing with this yeah. is like be so reminded but at the feast you are able to enjoy yourself because even i was looking up the words in hebrew and i'm i'm a novice when it comes to hebrew like i i, I can read you're it a little learning, bit yeah. and i can i'm learning we're all learning all that kind of stuff but um, this is just really interesting from that verse that I was talking about that I read from that says wine or strong drink. Um, the word that's used there is uh, shakar. 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 And okay. yeah, shakar. I'm looking at it. Um, and it's the word is usually translated as strong drink and is from a root that literally means to be or become drunk. Yeah. So the I, the core root of the word means like something that's going to make you drunk. Yeah. Faster than yeah. just like a regular air air fermented wine, like the yeast in the air. Yeah, yeah like a yeast in the Because you were telling me like even if they had like a yeast in the air kind of wine or something that was fermented like that, it uh, according to, to like today's proofing, yeah. it'd be like 
uh, four or five percent yeah, max, alcohol max. at max. Yeah. yeah. But then there there <clears throat> obviously is a delineation between a four to five percent alcohol in wine and yeah. then a strong drink. And then a strong drink. Yeah. And yeah. so there is a difference. There, yeah, wine is yain, and that's a different word completely from shakar, which is strong drink. Yeah. Right. So, so that's your that's your alcohol. That I mean, who knows what that could have been? But it was something that was definitely considered more potent on the alcohol, on the effects of alcohol. Yes. So, voila, something stronger than wine. And this also says the term shakar eventually became uh, became restricted to only things that would make you intoxicated, other than wine from grapes. So that's why wine for that's why yain like wine specifically connected to grapes okay gotcha and yeah. the other one is it's other things that can make you intoxicated because wine obviously can as well but it's other things that are fermented that aren't from grapes yeah. okay so something what grain or a mead yeah. or so like a barley like wine that. or a mead or i don't know exactly all the things they had in that time but they they definitely had a uh, something that was mixed with barley and wine it was a mingled mingled wine yeah and it was a mixture for um they used it for specific types of things, but gotcha. Okay, I mean that makes sense. I mean, yeah. So we're saying we're saying that there's a, like, almost an allowance, kind of, uh, for the feast days. Like, I mean, obviously you're going to be drinking wine at Passover. Obviously you're going to be um, you want to drink wine or drink something strong at Sukkot, but and you're given leeway to do that if yeah. it's too far away from you know yeah whatever well the even if is. it's not too far it that's just telling you like basically it's saying that you could bring that stuff with you if it's close like you can bring your own wine you can bring your own yeah strong drink right. but if it's too far and you don't you don't have the camel space to carry that right okay then there you, go. you you need to you need to exchange it for money because it's light in your hand and then you just go buy all those things when you get there. When you yep. get to the source or when you get to the market. Because you place. can't, you couldn't imagine taking sheep and cows and all that with on a long journey, right? No. Right, yeah. Like I mean, it, cattle can't do that. Sheep would take forever to do that. You'd have to cage them up, put them Stop in a wagon them, or raise something. Them, yeah. Watch over well, them at night. That kind sheep of are a nomadic. We were talking about sheep at the beginning of this. Sheep are a nomadic animal. That's why uh, Egypt. That's one reason Egypt settled is they started using cattle instead of sheep. Mm. Okay. Oh, that's so point. they cattle can't go long distances. They they stay in a specific pasture and they just graze in that area and they move so slowly. What about the great it, cattle runs of the West? That's the West where but cattle what died they do? regularly. Yeah, that's true. They used horses to to shoot keep them, them moving because if they stopped, yeah, they would yeah. die. As far as like the horses were their modern day cattle cattle haulers. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> So they didn't have frogs. So frogs. I mean, get like dogs to bite at their feet. That's yeah. what we do now. Yeah. So a uh, sheep were nomadic, where they moved sheep around. I'm, but even then, that process of guiding a sheep from one area to another takes forever. Yeah. Because they, you can't herd sheep well. They are. There's a reason why God compares us to sheep. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason. <laughs> no, that's that's true. <laughs> Can't herd these animals. No, they're very. It's it's the the phrase herding cats shouldn't be the phrase herding cats. I can herd a cat pretty easily. <laughs> I can't herd a sheep. It's, it's interesting. Just a little side note. It's interesting that we're compared to sheep and trees, and sheep are hard to herd, and trees are stagnant. You can't move them. Yeah, you can't yep. move them. So you and you guys, we seem to have we're those two types of people. We're so yeah, hard headed. Yep. Or you can't get us to stay. Like you get people that are lethargic and want to just stay in one place and not move, comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And then you got people that want to constantly can't dodge be controlled. Out you know? Can't be yeah. controlled. I mean, yeah. It's it's interesting. I just sheep. made that connection. That's that's pretty. That's no, pretty cool. Yeah. Huh? That's pretty neat. 
I, I knew about the sheep part. I've always there's, there's a reason why we're called Jacob's sheep, or reason there's a reason why we are <laughs> the you know lost sheep of Israel, everything like that, because right. we can't be controlled easily. That's why. <laughs> That's why God That's allows funny. us to not keep drinking all the time. So what do you think about this? Like, like I was going back to the idea of like drinking at the feasts, okay, yeah. wine, strong drink, that kind of stuff. Those are appointed, set apart, holy times, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So beyond that. Are you making this merriment, yep. this reveille, something commonplace in your everyday life? This this mm. this yeah. uh, non-sober mindset commonplace in the rest of your life when it's something that's meant to make you merry, you yeah. know, enjoy, reveille, uh, or what, what's, what's revelry. the word? Revelry. Well, revelry, revelry has revelry? a negative... Con revelry? Revelry. Revelry has a revelry. negative connotation with it, like... Like reveling in something as, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It's that well, basic okay, idea. Yeah. So that, yeah, you're good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. But that basic idea of like, it's, it's to feel good. It's, it's, it is there to be a merriment maker. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But don't be a drunkard so that all the time when you drink it, you're a belligerent, you know, yeah. yelling, screaming, angry person. Well, I mean, if I can just a little personal Oop, side note about story. Um, I mean, that's somewhere I was at was dealing with drinking too often, yeah, way too often, and it got to like I'm taking a break from it for a while, you know, and yeah. uh, it, you know, it's been a good it's been a good thing for me, but um, all of like this understanding talking about it from this perspective, I've only come to since we started talking about it, like yeah. since we started preparing for this episode, yeah, yeah, um. I've started realizing that maybe it is mostly just for the feast, like for us to have, like with, like you said, Passover, uh, Sukkot, times for us to enjoy in the Lord's presence and like, you know, dance before him. Take a break. And, while you have a couple glasses exactly. of wine, you know, like I see without that sound bad. being no, too crazy. No, I think that's, that's what it's about. I mean, if we look at the actual effects of what alcohol does to a person, it's a mood enhancer. Okay, there you go. So one thing is if you're going in before you're king and you're you're going with excitement and joy, like you're commanded to have joy at Sukkot yeah. and having that alcohol there, that enhances that even more, that experience even more. That's a good point. That's so a really like, good point. I mean, if you're in your own home and you're in a situation and you're drinking because you're angry and upset, mm, it enhances that anger yeah. and upsetness. Like the idea is it's an enhancer. Right. I think that's why it's commanded at feast because that's you're a, already there really, in a joyful really time. Point. That just brings more joy and more enhances that experience even more. With you have such wisdom I for such a young, whatever. underage person. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. But there's always. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, hold on. But though, there's always the there's always the danger of the excess. Exactly. And I mean, so still you also you have to, to be on. smart enough not to drink too much or yeah. not yeah. to have. Uh, too much and so that because anybody out there who's ever drank too much you get to the point where nothing's enjoyable and it, nothing is okay oh. it all sucks it all, you know and all that kind of stuff that's why you, you wake up, up with a headache in the morning i really think that's why god made that it's like yeah it's like you okay, hit here's your, here's here's what happens when you have too much yeah you're gonna do that again we'll i will see. say in my in my ex <coughs> sorry <coughs> you okay Breathe. yeah good stuff huh <coughs> in my yeah in my experience um it's a little hot in my experience, um, beers and stuff like that never do that for me. Yeah. But wine always does that to me. Just the higher sugar content. Yeah. Um, that means that's all you exactly. should ever drink. Yeah, maybe. Just wine and me. I don't love me. wine. I mean, I've, I've just started growing accustom more accustomed to it, but yeah. yeah. I really enjoy beer. I know you like do. Beer is like one of my f like favorite types of things. Yeah, beer's fun. 
I mean, not, I'm not just not the like different styles and all that kind of stuff. Just there's styles I just enjoy and different drinks. flavors, and there's so many. But I know it's, it's not for it. everyone. Yeah. You know, like when I started drinking at a young age, uh, in high school, um, like a typical teenager, you know, hide it from your parents, do it with your friends. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I just thought Bud Light and Keystone was all there was. You know, I didn't know anything about PBR. I don't think I've ever had a PBR to be honest. But you've never had a Pabst nope, Blue Ribbon. No, I'm not from the country. Okay. Well, it's also hipsters in Oregon. Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> I was a city boy from, you know, here. Here. So it was Keystone and, Keystone and, and Bud. Bud Light. Hey, if we got really lucky, it'd be Budweiser. Ooh, you know. the king of the yeah. beers. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I mean, the, you know, but then when I got a little older, I didn't drink from like, I didn't really drink from like 19 to 25. Oh, right. And yeah. then when I was out on my own a little bit um, after my, after divorce, um, I went to a bar for the first time and I tried all different types of beers. Anyways, I'm not trying to promote it. I'm just saying like right, right. I started yeah. like realizing that you could actually enjoy this without without it tasting like crap. Like yeah. why would the only reason I did as a kid is because you, you, you want to be friends with you want to get drunk, drunk with your Everybody friends. Everybody else was doing it. So it was right. a pure thing. I yeah. Yeah. I mean mostly. I mean for mostly. me it was I wasn't I, pressured. It wasn't like a peer pressure thing. No, it was just but like it was just peer, everybody else was doing it. Yeah. So peers. Exactly. Peer I remember family. my first time I was like uh, 18, 19. Yeah. And uh, I opened up my apartment to my friends and uh, I was working that day. And uh, as I was working, I forgot everything about it. I didn't eat all day long. I even took like Advil for a, a massive headache oh, that I was having. Yeah. And so I get home, My I got Advil coursing through my veins and I haven't eaten all day. And the first thing my friend says is like, I've never seen you get drunk, here you go. And I forgot that people were at my apartment, you know, setting up big alcohol extravaganza. Beer pong. And it was terrible, stuff. but I can tell you what I can play Halo really well with my head cocked to the side like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty good in, in, in death match, but <laughs> still, I mean, like I can remember that experience now, very vivid, and it was just not an experience I enjoyed. You'd never do it again. I, I don't think I ever wanted to do it again, but I did do it again. Yeah, you know, I did it several times after that. Multiple Halloween parties back when I was a pagan, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of stuff like that. Nowadays, I mean, I mean, we, I, you know, we're in our thirties now, or most of us are, but uh, you know, we have kids. Uh, most of us do. Most of us <laughs> just say that with everything. Everything. Let me just lean over to this side of the table. <laughs> we're wearing black. You're 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 some different color. Mod man out. What is that? Is that Mando? It is. You got Mando. Cool. Yes. What's your shirt? What's Mando? Let's not talk about your know. shirt. No, no, we don't talk <laughs> so, about that. Some shirt. some podcast. Some some old dead podcast. Uh, oh. shut, up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> I don't know why this oh. is not my episode, guys. <laughs> but you know, you get to the point where you, you know a lot of your priorities do change. You have uh, we have I have kids now. I have a mortgage to take care of. Um, I pay insurance, all that kind of stuff. I I got the happy white suburbanite life here and. I, uh, He's got a white picket fence in the front yard. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, it, no. <laughs> just kidding. But you do have a gate. I have, an, I, have a, I have an iron and courtyard, and I have a minivan. And a minivan. <laughs> yes. He's a dad. Dad. I've got full dad bod, and some of this was beer. You know, some of this was some some, some bad carbs. choices in Taco Bell, Southern right. Comfort at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I can give you all the stories, but. At this point in my life, it's like alcohol is not something necessary in my life yeah. at all. Yeah, it's like it's, sure. there's no drive or want to be there. Um, but I still enjoy it. I still enjoy a glass of wine. I love 
Passover. I enjoy the evening. Um, I will drink. It's a code. You know, I'll have whatever I bring or whatever someone else brings. Yeah. It's it's not a bad time. But it's living in a place where the sobriety, the sobriety does win out on it. You know, you don't want to sit and doll out. I mean, we can even talk about other things like like huge conspiratorial things where alcohol is the... The, the dopamine of the nation it's like to yeah. make us docile cows so yeah. that the entire country can take yeah. us over but you know i honestly believe that that's probably the medical marijuana field at this point i agree at this point yeah. they're gonna you know um one of our one of our good friends little bear justin he he said uh he <laughs> he's told me a story about in the <laughs> i think it was the french renaissance right he said right when like they had been drinking you yep. know through the dark ages and then when the renaissance happened they had just discovered tea so they had the caffeine oh and it's like that's the reason that's everyone the reason woke the up. everyone woke it was up. called the great awakening like, and it was great really awakening. just caffeine it was like, <laughs> yeah caffeine right, <laughs> right. it's probably about the same time that the the muslims discovered coffee yeah <laughs> yeah i bet it was about the same time pure turkish coffee. oh when was this the 1800s no. Okay. Just making. Oh no! You said long, long Shisha, before that. Shisha was about thousand nine hundred BC. Yeah. Nine hundred yeah. AD. Sorry. Eight nine hundred AD. AD. It, it was a. It was a. a thing what were they smoking before that? They didn't. No they, one smoked. No one I, smoked anything. As far as I know, and the research I've done, it's dates back to about nine hundred. It was just like a, a for rich people. That we're able to do, but, but it was like like, like the, the commoner couldn't just get some old dry tobacco like you know Pappy does maybe today. Maybe in Ireland. Yeah, Maybe. but you had to have money to get the get yeah. the hookah. Actually, like nice, nice, big nice, one, like big hookahs. They costed money, and they had to get made. I'm just talking about know? like small pipes. I mean, I know people who smoke in clay pipes. So I don't know, honestly. From just from what I understand, it was like 900. But I don't, I don't fully know. And the tobacco plant was, you know. I mean, where did the where did the Arabian opioid crisis come from? You know what I mean. Oh, well, I have but, no idea. What really? conspiracy is this? No, this is not a conspiracy. I'm, I'm perked up. No, yeah, like I saw the uh, opioid <laughs> dens and stuff like that in, in in the Middle East where people were just you know sitting in tents, getting high all day. What, I thought what, you what were talking about like in the last twenty years. <laughs> oh no, the, the opioid crisis. No, that's that's Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> that's Detroit. That's uh, where the opioid crisis. Yeah. I mean, that's this country, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh, where's that place? I don't know the place Katrina, where that New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. That place, that place is really bad. Oh, oh yeah, I watched a documentary about that. Anyways, keep yeah. going. I'm just saying. I mean, it I mean, leads. It, we, we, you talk about differences in sobriety too. You talk about some of the things nowadays in in our very Babylonian culture. I mean, um, yeah, we have to because I mean, in and of itself, alcohol is a form of a drug. True, yeah. in of so, itself, it is a form of some type. I mean, of drug. if we're going to talk about sobriety, we really have to talk about all of it—marijuana, uh, meth, cocaine, all of it. Yeah, you know, uh, even the even the legal stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, mind until, warping Ambien. Yeah, jeez. Uh, what, what was Pfizer is the biggest drug cartel in the world? Just yeah. saying, Pfizer is Just Antichrist saying. alongside Elon Musk. Yep. Hey, guess where they have their headquarters at? Manhattan. Manhattan? Right. All of the crazy central stuff in America Manhattan. is Manhattan. That's Absolutely. Pro- it's also Planned Parenthood. It's all the tech the giants have stuff in, there. in early American history. Gay so pride whatever. stuff is in is in Manhattan. That's where the whole gay pride massacre thing happened back in the 70s. Yep. Yeah. All of it's uh, surrounded around Manhattan and the city. Yeah. That's the yeah. city. It's a dirty city. That's the city. 
at the that foot the, of Lucifer's statue. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you're not wrong. I'm, talking, I'm talking about the, the the woman riding the beast with you know. That's the dragon. <laughs> I think Manhattan the, is the statue, dragon. Statue of Liberty. That's I, don't know, what he's I have to look about. into it a little That's more. That's what again. he's talking about. No. Anyways, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. It is a we great have to talk about all But I mean, that. you talk about it. You talk about every the way it affects you. Ambien, like, I'm not even joking about Ambien. I mean, you've seen what it does to Rosie O'Donnell on Twitter or Roseanne. Who was that? It was Roseanne. Was it Ro- yeah, it was Roseanne. Roseanne. You know, uh, these are legal drugs that are just given out that put you in a mind altering state no matter what. You yeah. it, People get up all in arms about marijuana and alcohol and stuff like that. But I mean, we're sucking down antidepressants every day because our doctor says that we need to quit smoking. Yeah. yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, well, okay. So we can get into like, so one of my big things about the difference between all of this is natural versus synthesized. Yeah. Okay. So like the coca plant in its natural form is a, is a, it's a high, it's a, it's a, what we, is the word? It's like a stimulant. very potent caffeine. Stimulant. It is. Stimulant. We talked about this on, okay. yeah. uh, in our meeting prepping for this, uh, yeah. cocaine or the coca plant. Coca. Cocaine. Um, we're talking about was, cocaine on Recovering Babylon. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, it was used in like Coca-Cola. That's yeah. where the name Coca-Cola comes from. Is Coca-Cola. in in the Cola. 1800s, 18, late or like late late, like 1886 or something like that. They used actual cocaine mm-hmm. in the Coca-Cola. A pharmacy used it in in the Coca-Cola or like in the Coca-Cola drink mixed with water, sugar, and like a couple other Cola. like flavorings. Cola, Cola plant. Uh, yeah, that's how you. That's where we get cola from. Yeah, yeah. Is a it's Coca-Cola. a plant mixed with that sold it in his pharmacy. That's that's what that comes from. Yeah, I mean like, it, that was you, a legal drug. You've for seen a while. the memes. You've seen the memes where oh Coca Cola used to have co- it did. Yeah. It did. <laughs> Elon saying I'm gonna buy Coca Cola next to put cocaine back in. <laughs> yeah, remember that tweet? That was, that was a good one. That was a good tweet. That was funny. But yeah. I mean, yeah, we talk about things that were even found on an apothecary level and yeah. were found to be medicinal or useful. Like mm-hmm. a, like you said, the coca leaf itself was a high stimulant leaf, but then we have synthesized and derived that very small bit and turned it yeah. into a fine dust. And, <laughs> and yeah, then to where yeah. Pablo Escobar, when he was doing his stuff and his, running his empire, it was, they had to use gasoline, petroleum based things to cook it down into this white powder. Exactly. Right. It was like multiple things, but all these carcinogens, all this, horrible stuff to get it to that point and the evil of men's hearts created this evil thing yeah oh yeah because we just wanted more that an illegal drug lord was able to pander to everyone yeah all the while there's a legal drug lord here in america that's doing the same types of things but from a legal basis because they have a tax id number because yeah yeah, simply because they have a tax id yep but it's and and it's true and it's not really conspiratorial thing at all honestly it's the, the multiple pharmacia, multiple uh, big pharma places are sending out uh, drug after drug after drug. I mean, you look at what Vicodin does for yeah. you and it does it, you know, for pain relief or something like that. I mean, these are just what's Vicodin. Out. Is that like the Vicodin? Uh, it's like, like Oxycontin. Whenever he said yeah, it, it's is? like a high end. Oh, okay, okay. like so it's a muscle relaxer. It's a yeah. horse grade muscle relaxer. What, what he, when he said it, I, my brain right, Joe Rogan. Niagara and I'm like, that's not the same thing. <laughs> still, the same thing. still, still yeah. mind altering. Yeah. Mind I know altering. I get it. I'm just, that's not and that's the same propaganda because they say if it's, if it's still going for four hours, you better use it or you might lose it. You know, that's what they say. No, if, I mean, uh, if you if your stuff doesn't work, maybe you did something t- to make God upset. Yeah. So we need to get right <laughs> with him first. <laughs> that got weird for a second. No, no, <laughs> no. Seriously, I remember old people just saying ED was the best way to have God tell them to say, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> slow down. No, but I, I mean, 
uh, you look at the uh, the side effects of all these drugs that they're pumping out. Like they're worse than what they treat. Any any side any commercial for a <laughs> for a drug that's out. They talk about the drug right. for like five seconds, and, and the then rest the rest is, is side effects. Side that's effects. all it is. But the commercial you may is die. The, the commercial is this happy couple sitting on a sunset at a, at a park, <laughs> sitting at a bench on a park, and it's like may cause anal leakage. It's not sexy anymore. It's not attractive to have Viagra no. anymore. Maybe that's why it's like five times speed when they're saying it all. Yeah, yeah. that's that's why because you can't fit it in a thirty second. Commercial but they legally have normal. to say what it's going to cause, exactly. what it might cause. No, it's just may like, cause paranoia. May cause I don't want to be paranoid, but have yeah. clear sinuses. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's crazy stuff. But, but you want to get up in just, arms about a natural weed growing out in the back of Bubba's farm? I'm just anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not well, getting on my yeah. box. <laughs> <laughs> but just like the natural versus uh, the natural versus synthesized. Yeah. Like I think the natural things obviously have like the natural. We're talking we're talking about beer, wine, opium. Um, What's the poppy the poppy plant? Yep, that's opioid. Um, that's opioid. Is that that's an, opium? an opioid? Yeah. Okay. So those plus marijuana and all the those are natural things, naturally occurring things that God made. Tobacco, even. Yeah. Um, you get into tobacco with like the hookah and cigars versus cigarettes. It's well, very like, similar to like a beer versus a, a a spirit, maybe. Yeah. They're totally like they're totally different. If you look at actual natural tobacco versus Gosh. cigarettes. There's a reason why cigarettes kill people. Like, yeah. versus yeah, well, no, cigarettes are the bad part. I'm yeah. gonna get on my soapbox for just a Go second because I, I do enjoy. I don't stop tobacco. Um, one, my soapbox is the fact that all of the science surrounding because big tobacco, <laughs> because big tobacco couldn't Sorry. maintain the lies that they were doing. Yeah. All the science that's come out since then is only about cigarettes. It's There's only. only about- a, a very small handful of of surveys that they've done for tobacco just straight tobacco just straight tobacco like cigars yeah. like i recently i looked up i found a the one study i could find was yeah. comparing coffee drinkers to cigar and pipe smokers and they said Suck. that they said that um the cancer risk they did it based on cancer risk the cancer risk of someone who smokes one cigar a day or i think four pipes a day i may be wrong four mm, bowls trying of, to get of tobacco about the same um those compared to someone who drinks two to four cups of coffee i'm not exactly sure on the number yeah. right now but more than one cup of coffee the, the cancer is, risk is the exact same yeah and like the, like they're talking about all kinds of cancers lung cancer throat cancer gum cancer anything all that, that, all that either stuff. could cause you yeah you you don't you're not basically saying you have the same type of risk smoking a cigar as you do if you drink a couple of cups and that's based off of the exact same dosage like if you're if you're drinking actual like two to four cups of coffee which is the american average which is american average and then the equivalent of that in a in a cigar or in a shisha and so and that uh, compared to cigarettes where they say this everything should be like cigarettes yeah so there has to be surgeon general's warning on anything cigar related tobacco related When it's not the same, they're not. Type of they're thing. not the same. It's, I mean, I've always I joke about this, but I, I truly believe it. Cigarettes are the pork uh, processed hot dog version of the tobacco world. So, yeah. if a cigar, a nice a nice cigar, was a, a flame and yawn, yeah, then your cigarette is the the last bits and pieces of that the trimmings of the, off the, the of trimmings that, off the of the pork. P- the pork and all that kind of yeah. stuff what's left that's what cigarettes are they use the leftovers at the same plants that they make the cigars that and, they, and then they take those 
and they put a bunch of filler wood wood chips and wood dust and all this yeah. other evil crap well, in right, the cigarettes right. they, they to they make you addicted. The, they lace the paper because you can't you can't have oh, cigarettes yeah. no longer can have flammable paper. They have to make paper that is burns flame resistant out. and then put uh, basically a petroleum byproduct inside the paper in little rings in modern cigarettes. Yeah, that's what that's you how, see on cigarettes. On you cigarettes, see those, they have uh, little rings. Sense. Yeah, it'll so that it'll, it'll stop it unless you keep unless you keep it. smoking it. It'll it'll hit that and then it'll reignite, or so on and so forth. Unless you manually yeah. put it out, that's how they keep. You got to you got to get the oxygen past it to burn. I, mean, I don't know. I haven't yeah. smoked a cigarette in days. So <laughs> in days, uh, and the ones you're smoking are, are pretty old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's that's the same thing. I mean, there's so many more chemicals. Whereas like a cigar is it's wrapped in like a tobacco leaf or whatever it's wrapped in. I don't know. I don't yeah, know yeah, it's wrapped, it's wrapped in a tobacco, tobacco leaf. leaf. So that is naturally flammable, and so that keeps going. Oh, but that even that, you know, the oils in it, or the way that it's treated, or the way it's put together, I mean, it even has its own kind of resistance to flame in general. Yeah. yeah. It's not a petroleum byproduct. It's not some type of additive or something yeah. like that to the whole thing, but that's the point. It's a more natural version. It's, of a, it. it's yeah. natural. It'll burn out, but it'll burn out slower. It takes yeah, it's, longer it's to burn It's totally out. different right. than so. a cigarette that is designed to keep smoking until it's done. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, stim- Let's talk about that sobriety on the level. The, the cigarette, the tobacco... The nicotine in it is specifically a stimulant. Yeah, you know it's a, a like like a stimulant like a cocaine would be. So if you rummed everything into categories, right? Yeah, like a barbiturate or a stimulant. Uh, a beer would be under a barbiturate, something that kind of brings you on the downside, whereas cocaine would be a stimulant that brings you on the upside. <clears throat> yeah, okay. It either okay. relaxes or excites. Right. Basically. Okay. So you have these two particular different levels or two different kinds of sobriety yeah. or anti-sobriety. Yeah. Uh, there's a barbiturate that brings you down or something that makes you high or really excited or moving like crack or cocaine or something like that. And those are the things that, you know, both sides are not good. You're in a altered state. You know, you're not in a right. sober state. Yeah, you're and not. So, so like, what I was saying, sorry, I, I did get off on a sidetrack. Basically, the yeah, natural sorry. versus the synthetic yeah. is that... Yes, we have still, um, we have still manipulated, we have still abused the natural, but I personally believe we should have never made this the synthetic. The synthetic, no, synthetic I agree. Synthetic is evil, and yeah. it's not of. It's what man does. We make, we create only from what has been created. Okay. And we manipulate only what has been manipulated by God. You know what I mean? Or if what's you been made? What by, we manipulate well, what God yeah. has made. But he's manipulated. I'm, I'm saying manipulated, as in created like the silica, whatever, to make the tree or to make the rocks. And yeah. rocks are like forever. They're always been you. That's why they're used on the altar. Yeah, because they're they're symbolic of like permanence. Permanence. Rocks can't yeah. be defiled or or uh, you can't like a rock can't become unclean. Rocks right. don't become unclean. Like that's like uh, it's believed that the 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 uh, what they were storing. The water and the Yeshua turned to wine were in big rock, uh, carved out rock. Yeah, they were purification, purification, purification water, water basins. Yes, because you can't make rock unclean. Hmm. He used purification water to turn it into wine. Yep, blood. Symbolic. Yeah, it was a it's symbol- all symbology. Yeah, it's all a bunch of symbology. But so okay. Anyway, sorry. You get back to the thing like sobriety, and yeah. um, you have the stimulants. Your synthetic, your your synthesized stimulant like uh, uh, cocaine, yeah. right? Synthesized stimulant Oxycode. puts you way over the 
over the thing. <laughs> yeah, your unsynthesized over. stimulant like caffeine or nicotine does not put you in an altered state where no. you you're considered yeah. unsober. Or, yeah, exactly. It doesn't affect your sobriety. Yeah, you're, you know, I mean, the best way of saying it is if you if you can have it and drive, you're probably not in an altered state. Yeah. Oh, good point. That's a, that's the easiest way to explain it. I mean, our I mean, laws there are aren't some people perfect, out there that believe that they're better drivers when they're drunk. Uh, well, yeah. Be that way. I mean, that's just dumb. Yeah. And they have four or five DUIs under their belt. Exactly. He's <laughs> like, I'm totally better driver when I'm drunk. I can just, I just, it's not it's that like all far. The, all the car, there's no cars it's around not me. Not that far. It's fine. There's no cars. It's like 30 minutes from here. I could totally make I it. I can make it. <laughs> but no, okay, you can't give so, me your keys. So going on that, we're continuing on that idea of sobriety. Yeah. Like, what is the call for us recovering from Babylon? Should we partake in these things? Should we? Um, you know, maybe use them, you know, with a measure of, of diligence and being mm-hmm. careful. About- I think a little bit of Coke in moderation is okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a, that's a I fair. Was <laughs> like, man, he's going to say it. He's going to say it. I'm just <laughs> Just a bump in the morning is good. <laughs> just a bump in the morning. Yeah, yeah. 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 Get you going. I just, <laughs> long as, as long as it doesn't mess up any laws of the land, you I know? Just take we are totally just joking. it in my mouth and I just chew on it all day long. It's fine. <laughs> we are totally kidding. Yeah, um, totally call, call my guy Heisenberg. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So personally, I believe that any of the synthesized stuff, like if if you're yeah. if you're on it. Get off of it. If if you, you know, if you have a medication that includes that your you, Ambien, yeah. If you if you have a medication that you need to take for um, medical reasons, that's understandable um, to a certain degree. But just don't abuse it. Yeah. Um, because my, and he, I, I wouldn't even say she's my stepmom. She was my biological father's wife because I never met her. So yeah, right. Technically stepmom, but not really. But not really. She died from. Uh, ACL surgery like I had knee surgery and uh, she got addicted to pills and Mm. I don't know if that's what made her pass away Mm -hmm. like but she one day she went outside and had a brain aneurysm and died died. you know and so it's stuff like that it's like pretty sure it was there had to be something connected to what she was taking and just a random brain aneurysm when she was otherwise healthy before all that stuff exactly I mean yeah I mean yeah you get people out there that get hooked on that kind of stuff. You get people that are drugged down because they don't have enough equipment, I would say, sometimes to fight against the temptation. They're not well equipped enough. They're not. Hey, that's a good point. You know, I'm just saying. I know. You're they're not spot armored on up. There. They're not. Ha- th- they don't have a solid basis for their own morality. Yeah. And then a lot of the times, the, the, the not being sober, the not being in the world mentally is just far more comforting i mean i can speak from experience that you know there were just sometimes i just needed to drink you know yeah yeah and i mean if you firmly believe that your god can do anything he can get rid of your depression so you don't have to take a xanax anymore right right you know what i mean like you don't have to you don't have to 30 pack over the whole day to keep yourself going you You don't have to rely on that pill anymore you don't have to do that you your god gets you through it yeah that's with the all the thing. essential oils you could take, <laughs> and so I mean, and your uh, holy pills. Another big thing that we and can, your holy we should, water holy water another pills. big thing that we should mention is if, like, not saying that you have to drink either or or take you know or smoke tobacco or no, I mean, you're, smoke you, marijuana. It's if you have had issues with it in the past exactly. and you don't feel comfortable with who you are when that happens, yeah, then that's why God. I really feel like that's why God never actually commanded you to drink strong drink. 
Right. I mean, even at Passover, it's permissible to have just straight grape juice. Right. I mean, because they didn't have quite the same issues we have nowadays, but like they didn't have quite like alcohol, alcohol alcoholism to the point that we have where. No, no, of course not. No, but we have that now. We have to deal with that now. So there's limits and you need to understand where your limits are, both like based on your past experience and your biblical like yeah. context. Well, and I think there, I, and this is just my conjecture, but I, I think there was going to be a, there's a difference between an, a drunkard living within Israel that still had a moral framework around yeah. him that if he turned back to God, I personally don't believe he would have had an issue drinking yeah. because he would have had a moral framework around him to help keep him strong. And he would have probably known it the whole time, but he was, you know, for whatever reason, running from God. Yeah. But nowadays in where in the culture that we live, living in Babylon, the way that we do exile, it is very difficult to be that person who you may not have that. You don't have that moral framework as a, as a general rule in this, in this society Yeah. to, come off of that and think that it's okay i mean even in my experience um you know if i've had too much to drink past evils that i've done living in the world come back to you yeah and yeah so it's it's one of those things that if you're gonna continue to do it you need to be very measured and really relying on god for your moves when it comes to even partaking in it you know what i mean yeah and I'm speaking to myself as much as exactly. anyone else yeah, that yeah. Out, out there that may have dealt with it or may understand what I'm talking about, just from like a general, you know, general standpoint. I yeah, guess no, exactly. I get, but the, yeah, you're speaking so. from you're speaking from your own testimony, from your own understandings, yeah. and, and how it's it's worked against you. And that's the most you. important thing is speaking from your own understanding, right? Your own experiences, your own. The, but you're not supposed to lean on your own understanding. No, you're not, but you're supposed to, you're, those still affect you. Those well, still affect who you are as a person in God's community. I mean, right, no, you, can speak, you can speak better to the person who's an alcoholic than I could. Yeah, for but sure. Like, but like you were saying, that moral framework that's there. I mean, like back then they would have been in a society that was very much, hey, come here, let's fix this issue. You're, you're living outside of a standard, yeah. or they would have just... Push you're, you away you're gone. Side. You're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. They would have either cut you off or brought you back in. Yeah. And they wanted to bring you back in more than anything. Where nowadays we don't have that. Well, I mean, nowadays we don't have that. Things like alcohol and sex and all this other stuff. It's all is pushed swept in under like the, our, It's well, pushed that, in our propaganda. In, in our churches, it's all swept under the rug. We're like, yeah, yeah our pastor's a drunk, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. Or <laughs> he's a pedophile. We don't talk about yeah. that. Oh, no. We talk well, about that. Yeah. Well, we should. We should. Uh, we talk. There about, are no, churches out there that don't. There's a lot. There that are don't. people out there that church don't. that's got a pedophile pastor, and I'll show you a shotgun that needs a good trigger. Point I mean, you look, even, you, even, yeah. you look at even you look at you look at what is his name uh, Zacharias uh, Javi Ravi 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 Zacharias. The, the stuff he he would do in the background that that came out after he died, supposedly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, it's all alleged. I okay, that's true. I actually I hadn't looked much into it other than what I heard what you from heard, yeah. other Christians that were talking about it, but. I mean, that's why you don't put your faith in man. You're like man, yeah, in man's general. fallible. We make mistakes, but um, it, the great and powerful I, Trump. Well, I need to also say that <laughs> if that's not true, I do apologize. I, I just that's what I've heard yeah. from. No, that's Christian what I've heard too. About no, that's know, what I've yeah. heard so, too. So yeah, I okay, that's good. I've heard, an, I've heard enough Allegedly. defense. You know, it, Ravi Zacharias was one of uh, one of the guys I grew up with in the in the yeah. whole apologetics movement, yeah. and and defending the faith, and he was he was really really good at that. And I, I 
I don't have any evidence to say that he was an actual, you know, predator or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. But, uh, but there are people tr- like that. Well, I out mean, there. Yeah. You can, po- like priests can, and stuff like you that. You can look right? at the stuff but that said yeah, about Hillsong's pastor. There's stuff about him and uh, Elevation Elevation's pastor that's come comes oh, out every now and then about them like having certain 18 year olds that they keep around for things like and again it's all you know whether that's true or not i don't know i'm, I'm just saying that that's stuff that's come out it's speculative it's speculative but i'm saying like even then we we need to be talking about that stuff because we Can live in a we one. live in a state <laughs> no! i got the last there you go <laughs> feed live, the man feed the man thank you we live in a or a world and a climate where uh, we need to be talking about that stuff. Because if we don't and we keep sweeping it under the rug, I mean, we're since supposed to be pulled into the light. Right. And even at that point, I mean, like calling out someone's sobriety issues or something like that and coming to them in a personal standpoint, saying, hey, you're not living up to the standard. You know, you're on a constant drunk or you're on a constant problem. And you, you know, where, where are you? How are you? interfacing with God on your yeah. regular prayers if you're constantly drunk? How are you making yeah. your way to your uh, Bible and reading it if you can't even walk a straight line? Well, I think that's what Yeshua talks about whenever he says, go to your brother and and like go to your brother and talk to him. You like know? a Matthew 18 kind like of thing? Like Matthew 18 where he, where he says, go to your brother, talk to him. He, you know, he changes. He repents, you gained your brother. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But if he doesn't, then you take somebody else. And if he repents, you gain back your brother. But if he doesn't, you take him before the you church. take him before the church. Like I think that's why he put that there. Is I mean, that's why he put that there. Yeah, to help keep help keep people's honor as well. Exactly. Well, there was that, and you and I read the book uh, Honor, honor and, and Shame. shame. Yeah. yeah, and the Honor and Shame. Great Adrian, book, by the way. If you are willing to read a book, that's we'll link that in the academic. Yeah, that'll be good. Honor and Shame there, by uh, David. I think his name's David. Oh, I don't have my copy. Silva. David De Silva. David De Silva. Yeah, De Silva. De Silva around, is his last name. Yeah, it's a great book. Great but book. what it talks about and using the Matthew eighteen idea is um, our society now is based on really on a guilt and innocence. It's like you did something wrong, you're guilty. You didn't do anything wrong, you're innocent. Whereas the ancient culture, the the uh, ancient Near East or you know the first century were based off of more of an honor and shame and now they switched over to the grecian hellenistic mindset of yeah. guilt and innocence when rome invaded and all that kind of stuff yeah. but um honor and shame so having a little bit of shame i mean if you're a drunkard and someone is shaming you or saying hey you shouldn't you should feel the shame as a point of conviction to bring yeah. you back to rightness yeah back to a righteous standing yeah but you know some people no no one in our society now has the moral framework to feel shame. Yeah. No one wants to feel shame. No, everyone wants to walk around with their booties hanging out and drunk or high or whatever and they want to do whatever they want. And they have and they won't take shame from somebody. Yeah. But shame was a tool that brought you back to rightness. So not to shame anybody out there. But don't unless do drugs, kids. Yeah, shamed. unless you need to be shamed. Yeah. But don't do drugs. But don't do drugs. It's no, yeah. Uh, you you really struck a chord with me with the idea of uh, a moral framework because that that yeah. reminds me that you know seek first the kingdom, right? Yeah. And all the other yeah. things will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom and His righteousness, and all the rest will be added to you. And I truly believe that the people of God is the kingdom of God. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the kingdom is amongst us. Well, that's why Yeshua said. 
The kingdom said to is Peter, near. Yeah, the kingdom is near because the kingdom is us. We have to realize yeah. that we're the moral upright kingdom. I mean, it's a kingdom is not the place, it's the people is the word I've or the the yeah. phrase I've always heard. Yeah. Yes. Kingdom is not the place, it's the people. And so, so house is not a house it's, until you have a family in it. Yeah. Or House is only a home. Is a home. If, yeah, home is not a home until you have a family, family in it. Yeah, that loves no, each home. Other. I got a, I got, I got something right here. <sighs> Go for it. Uh, it keeps reminding me again. This is, this is a. Uh, is it your uh, Shakespearean uh, my, my old grandpa's, one of my grandpa's favorite stories he used to tell. Um, I don't know why I'm going to say it, but so. It takes a whole heap of living to make a house a home. A whole heap of sun and shader, and you sometimes have to roam. A four ye really pre- well anyway. It's, it's it's all done in like weird, old, timey, phrase. But anyway, yes, the moral upright a home a place where people will convict you, will shame you, and honor you. You know, honor your father and mother. Yeah. You know, to do something worthy of honor. Yeah. You know, but at that point, I mean, if you're not sober, what does it matter to you? If if your life is to be staying away from that shame all the time, why? is any of the moral ideology apply to you. And I think that that's really the point of why we should not be drunkards, but make merry. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not fa- it's not bad to have a drink. It's not bad to have a drink every once in a while. Have a drink at the feast, have a drink on the weekend. But when you're in a time of rest. When you're in a time of at rest. At a wedding. Yeah. Ooh, you know, especially those types of things. Whenever you're in a time of rest, whenever you're in a time where you're, where you're joyful, celebrations. When you're okay. in the right mood for it. Can I tell you about a wedding I went to, and uh, uh, it was such a weird situation. <laughs> I I came in and I bought me and my buddy flasks for the wedding oh, okay. and filled them up with uh, some really decent whiskey, some old overhaul. You guys might not think, but anyway, I won't say what it is. Really decent whiskey and brought it out there. And so they're all out there at the wedding and stuff. And the wedding party, we're part of the groom's party. Yeah. And um, they're all sitting around the the best man's Jeep and drinking Fireball off the hood. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Fireball, real sweet, real tasty and all that kind of stuff. And then I turn with my me and my buddy and we go like, hey, let's go over here and have some real whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're all behind a tree. We're all dressed like cowboys. It's really kind of funny. So nice. we're just drinking out of these fl- leather flasks that we got. Is that where that hat comes from? Huh? That hat you have? That hat's a different story. Different it, story. This is a whole different okay. story. Right. Maybe okay. next episode if you're lucky. No, but <laughs> you know, it was a wedding. We actually ended up having a good time. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, it was so much fun at the wedding. But um, I needed the liquor. Yeah. You know what I mean? To kind of make merry and get through it because yeah. I was already kind of in a mood. But I needed I needed the liquor and I, I felt great and I had it and I did make merry and I enjoyed myself and I kissed the bride a bunch of times. But that's a whole nother story. But is this your wedding? No, <laughs> <laughs> not mine. <laughs> but anyway, makes it sound very very odd. But you then I stopped. To yourself. Had to stop drinking with that guy because he's weird. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Anyway, I mean, yeah, that, that's, to wrap it up and to put it down in there, it's it's not wrong to drink. It's not wrong to. It's really not wrong to get drunk. It's wrong to be a drunkard. It's wrong to escape life so much that you have to constantly be in a non-sober state. Yeah. Uh, And that applies to anything. That applies to anything that might alter your mind. And, and, you know, some of us may have stronger opinions, but I I think it applies to prescriptions and things like that. 
we know plenty of the girls in our church or women in our church who are naturalists and, yeah. and granola, and they'll say, like, chew this or rub this oil on you or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I remember one girl at church, <laughs> she saved my butt with her little Barney bag of, uh, <laughs> of essential oil. oils. I felt oils. like crap. And it was the day before your wedding. Yeah. I felt yeah. like garbage, and she likes here. She's like, drink this oil, put this in your cup, rub this on your belly, and grab your temples with this one. I had four different smells coming off of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, I felt right as rain in yeah, about an did. hour. Yeah, it, was, it was all right. I was like, mmm, peppermint. And it was just it was so great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if they watched the show either, but it, I've told them multiple times. Thank you so much for, for saving my butt that day. So, yeah. Um, stay sober as much as you should which is all the time except for when it's special drink on occasion but yep. it's not wrong no. to have something well i will say i appreciate this episode because it's helped me shed some light on stuff that i didn't know do yeah. you like that it's been a good yeah, episode good stuff like that? that's good yeah. anytime we get a chance to learn yeah it's always good always it gives our foot a place to go forward on this road to recovery <laughs>